What's the highest number you know? Dick, so I don't head. understand why so she was that. What's dick. the highest number you know? Huh? Count with me, actually. Count with me. Ready? Uno. Uno, due, tre, quattro. No, no, count with me. Undici, tredici. Undici, dodici, tredici, quattro, dodici, sedici. Ah, ah. Quindici. Fifteen. Come on, so head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Checkmate. Checkmate. Five minute time. That's where we start the episode. Let's go. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Right, what's the next number? <laughs> Guys, welcome to our little time. Let's start our hot minute, yeah? Um, oh, all right, beautiful. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to another segment of Hot Minute. We haven't done it in a while. Doi's got one minute to quickly discuss this. All right. Would you rather take a cold shower? On a hot summer day, or be wrapped up in a warm blanket on a cold winter day? Limada, why? Hit me, boys, go. Wait, we've got a minute, bro. Wait, this, this, is, this is when I'm trying to sleep? With a warm blanket, like I'm trying to sleep? Throughout the day. Think of this hot day, peak of the day, around little time. I reckon a cold shower. Cold shower yeah. on a hot day. Yeah. yeah. So I don't stop, yeah? I just <laughs> this guy just loves cold showers, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he does his affirmations. I, I just start. Ah, oh, yeah, the greatest. Wim Hof, Wim Hof. What are you? <laughs> the controlled breathing too. I thought this was a riddle, bro. I was trying to think about it for a second. I was like, we got, we got a bit of, we got a bit of. What's, what's yours? What's yours? <laughs> what was the, what was the thing again? Hell, <laughs> oh, you go. Uh, a hot, uh, hot shower on a cold winter day. Or a cold shower on a hot oh, summer day. Hot shower on I a think cold you can day. <laughs> <laughs> you said hot blanket wrapped in a blanket on a winter day. Yeah, yeah, that's too. Wait, wait. Yeah. Would you rather take a cold shower on a hot summer day, or be wrapped up in a warm blanket on a cold winter day? Wrapped up in a warm blanket. Yeah, Same. such an easy yeah, thing. Yeah. These guys are like, oh no, yeah, it lasts longer. <laughs> have cold showers in summer. Can I, he, can wants I seek, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to seek. He wants to seek discomfort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should put like a gown on, and I'm good. Hey, but tell me your reason why for the cold shower real quick, though. Ten minutes done. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start here, boys. First thing, do we look up to the wrong people? Us as a community, as individuals, you know, who we uh, fantasize as our role models. Do you think we look up to the wrong people? Oh, that's a very specific question. Yeah. Do we all? I think to a degree, everybody's impressionable, especially growing up when we're younger. Mm-hmm. You always have that one person that you always thought like they can do no wrong. For know? sure. Whether it's a close family member, whether it's, you know, the bloke that you watch on YouTube, like a certain somebody in this room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all, I think we all uh, look up to somebody, to be honest with you. And um, But do we look up to the wrong people is the question, yeah? Do we look up to the wrong people? Come back to that, yes. How do, you, how do you define the wrong person though? How we do like... Like in terms of like someone who I might look up to might not be, I guess, wrong to me compared to someone who you might look up to might be wrong to you. Do you get what I mean? Like people that are polarizing to a certain degree. Mm. You feel you feel what I'm getting at? Depends. It depends maybe the reason why you look up to them. So for example, you look up to a YouTuber when you're younger, maybe just because they're famous and that's what you, that's what you want. The clout. Yeah, the clout. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's probably considered so are they why. the wrong people to look up to? Of course. I'll say too because that's your main reason to why you look up to them is only because yeah. f- yes. of fame. Mm. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. It's like why would you only want that when you you like that person just because of you know fame and money? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree with Ali. I reckon yeah, the reason mm-hmm. the reason is the most important thing. And um, it's not the people that are the problem. Yeah. No. Nah. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, to a degree it is. Okay. To a degree it is because people who are on who have a certain amount of like reach and they have like a platform they should know what comes with it For it's sure. like it's like um 
<clears throat> it comes along with it. Like it's just a part of the package. Mm-hmm. And if anybody who says like, I just want to do this and yeah. that's it. That's all I want. I just want to make my money and move on with my life. And it doesn't, doesn't work like that, you know? Sure. No matter how much you, no matter how much you want to think and believe and, mm. and like delude yourself, it, you know, you can't, you can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't get away from it. You can't go, you can't go around saying, yeah, I want this, I want this exposure, I want this fame, but I don't want what comes with it. Like mm-hmm. as in people looking up to me. Yeah, yeah exactly. People copying yeah. me, copying my actions and all that. So it comes with uh, the territory. Yeah, so um, I'll give you an example. There's, um, you ever heard of Nicki Minaj's fans, fan group? I don't know what they're called exactly, but she has like mm-hmm. stands. So they're like, the people that Die followed fans, this yeah. lady religiously. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... I've got to know what their group is called. I don't, I don't really care, I to be honest, if I get to give it a check. But um, one thing that happens is with these girls, is that like 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 Beyonce and the Beehive, whatever the hell mm. they call it. Um, <laughs> they're the, after BTS, they're the worst ones. Yeah. It's like sh- the person can do no wrong, mm. you know? Mm. And then mm. they don't realise that when this person sees you in a public setting, no matter how much you like pray to this person and you, you love them and you mm. followed them and you know every single inside and outside intricacy of their life. Mm. They don't give a shit about you. Th- there's a the, so but there's a saying that say they say like never meet your idols. Yeah. Because mm. they're probably gonna disappoint you. Like if you go to Nicki Minaj and for example you saw on the streets like, hey, can I get a photo with you? She's like, yeah, quickly. I'm in a rush. Yeah. You'll think, oh, I have posters of you all on the wall, and uh, you're the, you're my favorite person in the world, and you're saying quickly, oh, I don't want a picture with you. Not yeah. in the mood. Yeah, that's why oh I don't yeah. get. You know? That's why I don't get with a lot of people. Like when they do see like a footballer, for example, and they want to take a photo with him, and they had a bad interaction, then it's like, oh, okay, now I think this guy is like arrogant or something. It's like, bro, exactly, you yeah. just seen him in one instant. Maybe he's just frustrated from all the hundreds of fans he's dealing with every single day. It's like mm. you can't just make a judgment. Definitely, bro. Just like unrealistic expectations of. Actors Human. or celebrities, Humans, yeah, exactly. Bro. Humans in general. It's man. inevitable mm. for them to like show some flaws or make mistakes, and that just or how not it be is. in the mood, bro. Or maybe they're going through something in their personal life. Yeah, it's, like it's not like just because I have a billion followers or whatever it is that I can go back and say that there's no issues like with my parents or mm. there's no issues in my in my personal life, mm. like in a rela- for example, if they're in a relationship or whatever, and it really bothers them. Imagine, imagine you were having issues, yeah, but imagine that. And you can't walk outside and breathe. You ever seen the? Have you seen the video on the internet of Ronaldo saying how many times at a ca- someone at asked a cafe. Him for a coffee? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Someone asked him for a photo when he drinks tea. How many sips of tea in comparison to the, the photo? The photo? Uh, no yeah. way. Yeah. Bro, as in more photos and sips. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't think. He couldn't finish a drink like a tea. Crazy. Without man. getting someone like uh, like a hundred people asking him for mm. a photo, it's mm. crazy. So you, you kind of like you can understand where they're coming from that they don't want that sort of stuff, but the thing is. It comes with the territory, you know? Yeah, for mm. sure. 100%. And to come back to that question, do we look up to the wrong people? I think we do. I think because only only this generation, I think it's like it's been something new and fresh where widespread it's been everything in life is about accumulating wealth. It's all about materialism now. You know, like... Attention. Yeah, attention, bro. And like at the forefront, who, who are the leaders in culture or in, um, in like fashion or pop culture in general? But what kind of celebrities? Like rappers and uh, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like for us, when we were growing up, like who, like off the top of your head, who was the one that you were like, okay, yeah, this guy, if I can be like this guy, I'm kind of set for life. I don't want to say my. Be honest, be honest. Like yeah. it, it's, it's a 
Buddy Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that was, that was so random. <laughs> 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 you guys expected some sort of rap or something. I was not expecting that. But I idolized that guy growing up. What the hell? Yeah, He's the reason I watched the footy. Yeah, bro. But I was like, I was going down a different route. I was yeah. going to say something Sorry more like, no, nah, it's all right. <laughs> like, I think every Lebanese guy is Tupac, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love it. I love it. Every Lebanese guy loves Tupac, you know? Yeah. Like, because of how how realistic he is and mm. uh, sorry how real he is and realistic how really he is <laughs> yeah. and he got shot for saying for speaking out yeah. and all that sort of stuff and yeah. oh he spoke about uh, the Illuminati and whatever and this guy's like he's he's what you think Arajul is yeah. yeah he doesn't he doesn't sit there when injustice mm. is happening yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. sticks with his the values ideal gangster mm. and then you realise bro the kafir mm. bro the kafir yeah you know but like regardless of that Sometimes we just look up to people because it's like what Ali said about we fantasize about their life. So we see like famous people, rappers or whatever. It's like all the money, all the cars, the girls, mm. the gold, clothes, whatever. It's like that's the kind of life we want. Mm. That's why maybe we look up to them because like we want a similar life. But maybe it's not right because like the path they got there isn't something that we want to do. Yeah. Maybe we, Like when I was a kid, I didn't want to be a rapper, but I wanted that lifestyle. Like mm. I used to look up to Chris Brown. Yeah, you know, childhood best. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was the guy. <laughs> this guy's you a light skin, bro. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying, like, cause dancing, singing, whatever vibes. It's like okay. And the girls. But I didn't That's want. Not I, I didn't want his life. <laughs> That's not that I, I didn't want <laughs> singing and dancing, but I wanted the the cars and the house and that kind of thing. So Fame, you just, yeah, yeah the you, good voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You romanticize that kind of part of his life. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, but I think now the it's consistent that the people we look up to are the rappers, are the actors who aren't like the most happy. Who aren't even like the best character. A lot of them, like they talk about in the show business, they're not like the best people. Yeah. Like, if you know them close, you know. And they seem to be setting the path for what success looks like, you know. Yeah. And and you can notice that, like when somebody comes out with like a, oh yeah, like I'm wearing a certain brand now, or I'm, I've got a certain like a like a certain piece of jewelry mm -hmm. on me now. All of a sudden, that's like a symbol of success. Mm -hmm. And like Yeezys, for example. Yeah, Yeezys, for example. Is Let's talk about rappers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But um, <laughs> also, bro, there's this statement like get get that bag, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh see, how that, see how that changes everything. <laughs> get your yeah. money up, not your funny up. But um, yeah, bro, that statement, get that bag now. All of a sudden, now makes like, it actually, it justifies anything. Yeah. It justifies anything, and like you have this trend of like, azim, like, like um, OnlyFans people, and and there's there's this whole like era of you can't guilt shame somebody for the means they get that bag mm. do whatever you know? it takes for exactly sure. for sure for lo so as long so long as that is the end result the means are justified mm. in as long as you don't obviously murder or, or, or rob yeah they'll tell you yeah you get that bag you no, they'll still tell you regardless like the whole murder thing the whole gang banging the whole i don't know the whole drug industry and all that kind of stuff half of these like so-called role models or so-called rappers that people look up to aren't even about that life. Mm. You know what I mean? And you're, you're fantasizing about like, for example, like let's just use the whole example of like Tupac or something like that. Let's just say he was a gangster or something like that. Yeah. They're looking up to this gangster lifestyle and they try imitating it. But like the irony is your idol wasn't even a gangster themselves, you know, like, you know, like, like the baby and all that kind of stuff. I'll give you an example. What's that rapper that's upcoming at the, at the moment? Tekka. Lil Tecca? Lil Tecca, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> he talks about Glocks and um, what's called guns and money and women, all that kind of stuff. He said, yeah, I've never had a girlfriend. Yeah, he did a genius he, On the genius, yeah. yeah. yeah and then after they go, oh, he goes, um, what's called, I'm slaying my Glock around. He goes, bro, I've never touched a Glock. I don't even know one. 
<laughs> you know? And he talks about him being in some sort of like fancy cars and stuff. He goes, bro, I don't even have a license. Mm. You know, it's like the thing is sometimes like even though role models create this like persona. brand and persona about them themselves, there's, there's two ways to look at this as well. They create this fake persona that people love and that's what sells and completely understandable because yeah. that's business at the end of the yeah. day. But then also the aspect of sometimes people look up to role models about certain aspects of their life they don't even portray. Mm. You know, they create this because what Sohail said at the start, because they're impressionable, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and they start to follow them based off of that. Why is that? It's just because we kind of like fantasize their life, romanticize that we want a similar thing? I think it's because like, like for certain celebrities, I can't name you one because I've never done it myself. But like, let's just say they have so many aspects of their life that are impressionable that you love, like the money, this mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But they're missing this one aspect of themselves, you know? So you want to hold them to that higher standard so you can further like, I guess, mm -hmm. glorify them and have them be that complete package. You know, when um, like people say, I don't know, um, like people love Michael Jackson or something like that, or people love uh, Snoop Dogg. And then they say, yeah, but Snoop Dogg was a Muslim. You know, but then after he might not act on those certain things, they just add that certain aspect to them so they can further like mm. increase their role model mm. status. You feel what I mean? Yeah. Mm. I but think also with um, these people like YouTubers, for example, who are now on the rise and even actors and stuff like that, we, it looks like they're, they're enjoying life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we look every day and we're like, my job's the lowest, yeah. uni's the lowest, my mates are the lowest. And then you see these guys and it looks like they're just living the best life. Mm. They're traveling every day. They're having banter with their mates. They're getting paid to make all these videos. And because of that, we kind of look up to them like we want something similar. We want to, you know, make a living and enjoy life. Yeah. So maybe sometimes we look up to people because of that. I think, and this is the reason I got off Instagram myself. And the thing plays on your head is you don't realize you're looking at the highlight reel of somebody else's life on Instagram. Nobody's ever posting, you know, like when they broke their arm mm. or unless they're like, they've got a cast on, they're like, okay, feel sorry for me, yeah? Mm. <laughs> I just got like, in a car accident and have to pay I mean? 26K. I mean, that. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Exactly. No one ever post that. Yeah. No one's posting. They've got negative amount of dollars in their bank account, you know? Mm. Like, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it's not befitting of the platform itself because like no one even cares in the end mm. of the day. So the thing is for, for people, I think that we need to move in a, in, in a different direction of life in general. Like, for me, I've never been happier since I got rid of social media. I realized yeah, that because um, I think Abu Bakr Azud, he wrote on um, is Abu Bakr Azud? What is that? From Sydney, yeah. Yeah, he wrote on um, I love I love looking at my YouTube when his thing pops up. He makes like a little commentary. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, one of his things for life is minding your own business, and basically not worrying about something that doesn't concern you. Yeah. As like a as like a uh, a lesson that you should follow in life. And um, when, whenever I'm like on social media and whatever, and you guys did an episode about this, the only way to know what somebody's doing without a phone, without a camera, is to actually be standing behind this person consistently watching what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah? What's that? What, what Glorified stalking. Yeah. It's stalking. Mm. It's stalking, bro. Yeah. It's basically like you're getting involved in somebody else's business. Obviously, this person is sharing it, yeah? Yeah. Mm. So it kind of like, it, it justifies it now mm -hmm. for you to watch this thing. Yeah. But ask yourself, why am I watching somebody else live life when I've got my own life to live? My, my time, my time mm. is ticking. You know, my, my life is going by. For sure. You know, and then you don't see the part where they go home and they're miserable about editing the video. And they're like, they're like, they're figuring out ideas of what to do the next day so they can look happy. Mm. Yeah. You know, doubting yeah. the content or whatever it is, yeah. Exactly. But I, I, is that a, is that a bad thing though? Like for a person to show like the highlights 
of their lives. Is that what you're trying to say? Is it the, are they the problem, or is it the person that looks up to them being the problem? A bit of both. I think I think it's the person looking up to looking up to them. So I think myself yeah. consuming social media. So I look at people that I want to aspire to be, or maybe things they got in their life. Mm-hmm. But then it's just you take like creating that awareness that, and also realizing that they actually go through things as well. It just obviously it's weird because you don't see it. So it's like you have to just kind of. Ex- accept or expect them to like go through things that we're not going to see because that's just how instagram and social media works but then you just have to realize that people are going through things that have their own like flaws or whatever they make mistakes yeah they're just human beings at the end of the day so Mm. yeah i think it's just the whole comparison thing as well yeah i got a question for you guys have you guys ever been like a diehard fan of someone jesus this is gonna like 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 dead ass when i say like diehard like diehard like to the point where whatever faults are, like I know people. Like the, they call them true fans. Like mm. really, like yeah. true true fans. Because I say straight off the bat, like yeah, you I've have. I know. I haven't. <laughs> Who? Uh, I don't even know. Like like for example, like Buddy. Growing up, I loved him, but it wasn't to the point where like I get posters and stick him all mm. over my room. Mm. It's not where like oh. my favorite number was twenty three. And you wouldn't you know? buy something because he said goodbye or something like that. No, no, yeah. like no, Mo Farah. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> I did this because of him, though. Yeah. <laughs> I would like basketball players. Like huh? NBA really players. True fans LeBron or, or something like that. You know? Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Well, bought his shoes and stuff, but... But you weren't like diehard. Yeah, no, not, not diehard, no. Like you, like you looked up the statistics. I reckon soccer players, sort of I was like that, where it's like, <laughs> yeah. I really love them. High school but years? it's not like, yeah, like Henri. Like growing up, he, he, was, he was everything. Mm-hmm. But then it Terrible. wasn't like... It was. It wasn't deeper than the soccer pitch. Yeah. Because I was obviously I was like in primary school. Yeah. Like a, and to be honest, good taste. Yeah, but I'm saying, you know what I mean. Though? Like it wasn't like, what's he doing outside? I want to follow every area of his life. You're oblivious. You like you couldn't. You actually couldn't. No, but also you're oblivious as well because you're so in love with, let's just say, his talent and what he's doing yeah. and what he's accomplishing. You just, yeah. you don't care. It's just like, what was the specific question? Like, have you been like a proper diehard fan? Of a certain celebrity, I, I a certain. Think my perspective on like looking up to people is very one-dimensional. It's like in that sphere, I'll look up to you, and that's it. Like yeah, in soccer, I'll well look up to you, but I did not care <coughs> what your political stance is on something. Did you have that growing up as well? Yeah, always. It was just never because yeah. I never saw someone as he's got every single thing I want all rounded, and he's the perfect person to look up to. Yeah, you get like in the twenty first century. Yeah. So because of th- because there was no example of that, it's more like I'll take ten percent of you, twenty of you, thirty of you, and put it together. Hundred yeah, mm. percent. You always like that, even as a kid. Yeah. Really, like, like you could think like that. It's only because, like, I, I was I was never one-dimensional myself. I wasn't just a soccer kid. Dang, I like Do you get it? I like it. When a 12-year-old kid comes up to me and says, I'm not one-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not but it's more about... I might be two, but I think but I'm three. Like, example, how many sports did you play? Did you just play footy? I, I like footy, to say... Soccer, cricket. So because that, you like different things. plays and different things. And nah. then you might actually like school. You used, to, you used to like certain classes. Yeah, yeah. So I used to enjoy school. I never said Einstein's my favourite because I like science. <laughs> mm. I take 10% yeah. from Einstein. I like Galileo. <laughs> Galileo going up there. Yeah, Why? only because he had a like lovely name, bro. <laughs> Galileo. Galileo bro. I was so fascinated. You don't know Galileo, Galileo? I don't. I know the the. I was. I don't know. I can't remember what show it's from. <laughs> Galileo, Galileo. <laughs> That's about it, bro. That sounds familiar. We need history class then. Yeah. We need history class. Yeah. But I'm not gonna answer who he is. How about? Um, I think I know who he is. Was, that, was there anything else for you guys? Anyone else you guys look up to? Because I got something. Oddly, I wouldn't say that I was a, a massive fan, but I did follow his vlogs a lot, and I told you this guy. Gaza. Oh, um, I'll, I'll ah, swear, I'll, I was just about to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, Fuzutube for me, because um, you know, he had like he was the religious brother. He was a Muslim. Yeah. Mashallah, he made a big religious. 
Bro, Muslim family. Nah, but mom and his dad. He, he, he was a Muslim. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, you have to understand. Yeah. When you're a kid, you don't know all that stuff. You don't yeah. know all that stuff. You know this guy's mum wears hijab. You know that he makes videos about Muslim uh, struggles. He used yeah. to make Ramadan videos, tarawih and stuff. They were banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were banter. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And so in you your head, you're like he prays. Yeah. And he's he's built. like me. He's like me. So like you, he's built. So you create this perception of the guy from like three things of his life. I write that. He said, Inshallah, Mashallah, and Alhamdulillah. For me, automatically, when I was younger. The one thing that could get me to go, okay, yeah, I'm I'm gonna consistently watch this guy yeah. or follow what he does to get some tips from him is if this guy was like built, For sure. mm. like you know what I mean? Because yeah. I For thought he fitness, was doing yeah. something right, but he had a mass, he had mm. a mad body. I'm not gonna lie, Mashallah. Yeah, Pause at yeah. one stage he was very buff, mm. and then um. That sounds bad because in the UK, buff means for, okay, no, not buff. <laughs> <laughs> not buff. He was very strongly built, mashallah. But um, strongly <laughs> built. So hey, he got the he got the wrong he got the wrong message. That's a good cover up. Well, a good cover yeah, up. yeah, but um, yeah, and then for me growing up, like um, I used to always like follow his vlogs and see what he was doing, and you notice that he's he's always frantic. He's always doing yeah. something good and he was meeting these different people and he's living in Los Angeles in the most expensive apartment. Yeah. You remember that one stage? Yeah. He had money, bro. For sure. Yeah, and and his obvious. videos were clocking and 100 mil. Yeah. And he's doing all these social experiments where he's and socially conscious as well. And then the wild, like, big, uh, like, pranks and experiments that he would do with, like, Roman Atwood yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So he's just dominating. What extent did it go to, like, true fan? Because, yeah, like you said, like a true fan. I would just f- consistently follow his vlog. But did you also try to mimic his character? Oh, like never, 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 okay, never. Okay, okay. That, that sort of stuff. The only person I've mimicked character from is Deadpool. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> but do you know what I just realized? That's understandable. <laughs> saying mimic character, I feel like I've personally mimicked character more from TV shows. Like who? Yeah. Like this. Brooklyn, I, no, no. Not often. Nah, but it's obvious, like, when I watch a show, maybe growing up it wasn't people. It was more TV characters. Yeah. Like for example, yeah, yeah. Harvey Specter or Barney Stinson or now watching Barney Scott. Yeah. Yeah. You'd watch Spectre, it yeah. and you're like, I wanna I wanna be like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I wanna yeah. be the best clothes, like, yeah. I wanna be Shelter. I, I think T V shows is where I looked up to for a lot of like role models, banter, jokes and your character. I, c- I gets can formed. agree with that. Yeah, there was actually also yeah, another guy that I used to watch, I think kinda like I resonated his personality like resonated with my one a little bit that I so I continued to watch his vlogs. Was a guy called Travi Williams. He's light-skinned guy from... Oh, from you told? Yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he's actually... I don't know. I found him funny when I was younger. Reactions? Not reactions. He does, like, vlogs. He used to do yeah. vlogs. And he recently came back. And I went back and watched a couple of his other videos. I'm like, he's he's okay. Like, I find him funny only because of nostalgia. But it kind of makes me go to myself, well, I can't believe that I used to watch this guy consistently. Like, mm. it was something I looked forward to. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I would say is kind of like... And then, like, subconsciously, it would change your personality yeah. mm-hmm. based around what you've watched. Like, you know how you get a guys who watch Top Boy for three seasons and start coming saying, bruv. And, yeah. and you're in you're Australia. You're guy, in Melbourne, bro. Yeah, yeah he, just pointed, he just pointed at me. But, it's yeah. like, <laughs> but I get his reference. So continue. But do you look back at those times and say, like, damn, I regret the way that I, like, transformed my identity? Not to really, because I kind of, like, you know, you know, after a bit, it wears off. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But the things that maintain with you are the things that you actually felt held true to who you were anyway. Mm. So yeah, fam, I get you. Oh God, moisturizer. But um, but um, yeah. Like, what what was the the initial topic you were saying? So I can link it back. We're talking about the diehard bit and all that. Yeah, kind just diehard. Yeah, so to people like Mimi Carey. But you never got to the side where to the point where they would take over your personality. Like you start wearing the clothes they'd wear. You'd start having posters. Yeah. I think as no, a no, kid, I, I know people like, like for example, the Chris Brown thing. Like I know, like, 
like, I don't want to bait them out, yeah? But, like, they looked up to Chris Brown to the degree where they idolised him growing up. You know, mm. like, school hats at school had Chris Brown, like, written over him. And it was because of, like, his relationship with Rihanna yeah. and this and all that kind of stuff. And mm. But I never got th- to that point with a certain person. Yeah. You know? I think Thank it was TV God show characters, man. They really, like... Harvey Specter, yeah. They yeah, girls are good call. But, but they put, like... You kind of want to be them because they're yeah. so cool. Yeah. Like and because they're obviously <laughs> not real, but you feel like they're real. Like yeah. Michael Scott, you just want his banter. You want to give him a hug. You know, you know how I respect that, bro. This is bad, yeah. In in year twelve, that's when I first started like watching suits, and we used to have like these sweaters we used to wear in our school uniform. And Harvey Specter used to wear like a vest inside, yeah. And we used to have like blazers as well, bro. In a thirty degree day on summer, tell me why I'm wearing a bloody sweater. <laughs> So no, because of hard sweater. Stick bro, to your morals, bro. I hated sweaters because it used to make me itchy as well. Legendary in year But 10, just because of the look that I just look so smart yeah. and like, oh, because year 10, no one likes to wear suit and ties, yeah? yeah. I started wearing tie clips to school. <laughs> yeah. With extra guy. well. I was the only one in the school. Why am I in year 10? Did you just abuse him? Clip? Please tell me you abused him. And I thought I looked hectic. This guy thought he was a boss. I still have like five of them. I bought different ones, different patterns. Because uh, of, of hubby? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I'm crazy. Don't, don't wear a skinny tie. I used to try to make my tie, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, and these characters, like, they're not real. Like, I, I think I've seen, like, an interview with um Dwight. I, I don't know his actual name. Yeah, yeah. He's in an interview, and he still posts photos to this day. And then he's with his wife, whatever. And then, what, who's the girl he was with in the office? What was her name? Uh, Angela. Angela. Yeah, so they always comment, oh, where's Angela? Is Angela going to be upset about this? Yeah, bro, we don't know. <laughs> it's like, bro, yeah, he's man. not Dwight in real yeah. life. But then you resonate with the person. It's like, there's, so, Wait, there's a big re- connection. Did you resonate with Dwight? What? Did you resonate with Dwight? No, 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 no. <laughs> there's no shit. Okay, good. It sounds like, like how much like people can connect with a, like a, f- a fake character. Yeah. Like how much yeah. It, it can make an impact on their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it still sticks to this I day. I want to go to um, the community. Because sometimes there's like people in the community and they're looked up to. Mm. Like you know, we're talking about the wrong people. Sometimes like we even romanticize like someone else because maybe they're religious and we just know they go to the mosque. So we might maybe say that they're the best guy in the world. You know what I mean? Like we know people in the community, maybe people talk them up mm. because they don't know their flaws and stuff. How about that? Is the that idea with you guys as well? Like seeing the whole mm. picture with the person, you know? Because sometimes, you know, you might just see one characteristic of a person and because of that one character, you put them on a pedestal. Yeah, so yeah. So I'm saying, is there that kind of thing as well? You, you see in the community or with yourselves? Well, you see that all the time. Like, even take the social media example, um, like, off of social media in real life. When you're meeting someone for the first time, they're trying to show you the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't... Ba- even though the first interaction... With, you know how they say, like, that first judgment or that first interaction with someone, like, stays with you for a long time. Mm-hmm. You can't take that at, like... Take that at face value, basically. Don't take that as their whole character or whatever because there's different sides to a person. Um, but if if you're going to a certain location or you meet someone for the first time and then you're like, man, this guy's the best and you're hyping him and all that kind of stuff and holding him to an idol status so you look up to them, that's pretty bad. Mm. Like it's, it's, well, like it's pretty bad, you know? Mm. I think, sorry, sorry. Yeah, go, 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 go. So, sorry, I was just going to say, I think it's inevitable, but in the community, like, for example, you think of when you're younger as well, you look up to people that are older than you, even though it's like one, they might do one good thing mm. or they might just even be good at the sport you like and you start to look up to them. I think it's inevitable whether you're actually like the face of the community or it's just within like cousins. Mm. Where it's like the older cousin, you look up to him because he has something you have, like, I don't know, a nice car or he's good at soccer. These yeah. type of things are inevitable. So yeah, I think definitely. like, even like I'm just saying, for example, even if we didn't have a podcast, there, there'll still be people like 
noticing what we do and even possibly copy copy you copy your actions mm-hmm. i think you can notice the trend I don't, I don't know if this is the same thing in your guys area but you know there's always that notorious one or two people that have done not trendsetters they've done something like start a podcast gangster oh. yeah, yeah. start a podcast bro <laughs> they've done something gangster and you kind of like you hear stories about them and how nuts they are or how mm. or how um hard they are like you can't you know you can't look past this person whatever and um you see them and then you realize that they're like okay yeah you've heard stories and whatever but above all else they're human beings and then even that t- you know they embrace you, they say hello and whatever and if they shake your hand bro and this guy you're like, you're like you're looking up to him because he's mm. like 30 years old, 40 years old. All you hear is stories about this bloke. Because mm. all people do is talk, let's be honest. In communities, yeah. everywhere, I'm pretty sure that there's just this consistent, like, there's, there's stories, rumors, there's chatter about people and everything just goes around mm. really quickly. And then you get that person come up to you, maybe say hello or shake your hand at an event or at, at, a, at a, like a, or a family gathering or whatever. And then you're like, fire, like this person actually noticed me, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like you think that it'd be like he's a little kid, man. Shut up, yeah? yeah. Like get out of here. But then um, and then like your impression, yeah. Like you were saying, like my my first impression, like I remember meeting that person from my area, and I was just like, that's it. My 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 uh, perspective of this person changed. Mm. Yeah. From what I heard, I think everyone's misjudging him. Like for example, Muhammad Hoblos, yeah. Mm. Everybody says, bro, he yells too much. He does this, you know. Like I hate mm. him. I don't like him. This is that. I don't like his approach. And then I remember meeting him. Bro, this guy, subhanAllah, yeah, Muhammad Hoblos, when I met him at the Preston Mosque when he came here, this guy's smile was that big. Hmm. I've never met this guy in my life. I've hmm. never met Muhammad Hoblos in my life. Inshallah, one day we have a proper conversation, whatever, I'll be sick. Hmm. But I've never met him before in my life. He's standing opposite me in the car park, massive smile, walking up to me, coming to shake my hand. Yeah. He had this six foot five, mashallah, I don't know hmm. how big he is, coming to hug me. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? I'm hmm. like, 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. And yeah. Why'd you come up to me? Yeah. You, yeah. You, like, everyone knows you, bro. Everyone loves you from the UK, around the world. Everyone mm. knows you are and they, and they love you. Like, mm. what the hell? Like, I'm just a random bloke. That changed your opinion of him? Didn't even have a bad opinion of him in the beginning. I love you. I actually love his lectures and yeah. whatever. Because he gives me a nice key. But That's the only way I learn. Yeah. <laughs> I learn from the way he teaches. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's talking to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I know what you mean because, like, for example, when people who say like Basha or Walid Ali or whoever in the community that's pretty well known, as soon as they meet them, sometimes you're starstruck. Yeah. And you think it's the biggest thing, but then if you know they're human, it's a bit different. Yeah, exactly. You so you have to look past it. Yeah. But um. But it's really hard to look past that about someone. You know, as much as we can say like, yeah, they're just like someone, they're just human and all that kind of stuff, like. I was watching a video on TikTok the other day of some guy running off the stands and running towards Ronaldo. Mm. You know, I don't know if you guys seen oh, the same the video. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then he just like took a photo of him and all that kind of stuff. In my head, I'm thinking, bro, like, what a nuisance this yeah. guy is, mm. you know? But then I can sort of understand where he's coming from, you know, because mm. this is Ronaldo, you know, like yeah. this guy is like, is great to this level. He's the most followed person on Insta, isn't he? Say again? Yeah, yeah, the, the, most, yeah, the yeah. most followed person on Instagram. Like the whole world that has knows Ronaldo yeah. and I'm here within his vicinity, mm. you know? But it, it's it's crazy because I was also thinking about it with like like NFTs and all this kind of stuff recently, you know. It's like it's us as humans that put value in certain things. And if you strip that value away, like for example, if I was to buy an NFT of a random cartoon, just a cartoon or something like that. What's an NFT? Uh, non-fungible t- um, token. Yeah, non-fungible token. It's, just, it's a crypto, basically. Anyway, okay. we'll talk about that later. But essentially, <laughs> it's basically cartoons and little, um, what's it called? 
uh, how do I say it? It's like don't worry about it. Yeah, carry on. We'll uh, talk about it later. Yeah, creators create this like certain art and all that. Kind of, I'm s- I'm just getting into it. Anyway, basically they sell it on the blockchain, all that kind of stuff, and then people put their price on it, and its price goes out the roof. Yeah. Anyway, if you look at it, yeah, all it is is just a cartoon, mm. and a million people have put an auction on it or whatever, and they've put it for a price of hundreds of hundreds of thousand dollars, millions of dollars. If let's just say I was thinking about it in the shower the other day, I was like, bro. Let's just say I was to buy one. And for some reason, no one had that hype about that cartoon. Yeah. It would just be a cartoon, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's literally the same thing with like a celebrity, you know. If you take it away, if you take like Ronaldo away in terms of his 295 million followers on what's called Instagram and take this away from him, he's just another guy that was from Portugal. Mm. You know, mm. we give him the value. Yeah. We put that value yeah. in mm. him per se, which is. But it's the same as like, for example, people in the community. Like we talk them up. Mm-hmm. The only reason they maybe get spoken about is because of us. Yeah. You know, so they're like prestige or well known. How well known mm. they are is because of us. That's why so I was going back to the whole thing at the start when we we said, like, do we look up to the wrong people? And I said, you know how there's like an other side to it, and it's the side that they can't control. Yuck. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've gone in. Like he's become a soccer player or he's become one of the greatest f- basketball mm. players in the world. But they can't control that aspect of someone looking up to them for an aspect of their life that they sort of didn't portray, mm. you know. Um, like you got like the media and stuff that they put a, like a different side to you out there, you mm. know, but you didn't have control over that. You know, yeah. it's a different conversation when you're Logan Paul and you're gone to Tokyo or Japan and putting up a video of a dead person, <laughs> you know, that you can't make an excuse over. Mm. But when there's an aspect, go because it's PR version. Yeah, there's you know a PR I mean? version. So basically yeah. what happens is, but come on, if somebody was to show you, like for example, they have a drug addiction or they smoke or they do something bad that you probably don't rate, if they t- if they were to show you that, would you be consistently like watching them or purchasing what they, they try to sell or that sort of stuff? You wouldn't, yeah? You, you Honestly, would. if I still get benefit from them, yeah, 100% I'd still watch them. No, but like for example, I'll give you, oh, I don't want to name names. Okay, but there was we'll a, there blur, was a we'll certain blur, there we'll was a up. certain speaker who had a controversy surrounding him, mm. and um, what people don't understand is this guy had actually made beneficial videos. It doesn't make everything that he had said before that questionable just because of that one incident, you know. 100%. So one thing that people need to do is separate the man from the message, yeah, because oftentimes the message is very clear and it's distinct and you know it's correct, but what happens is you let the man or the, the, the shortcomings of a man, which we all have, yeah, we let the shortcomings of a man tarnish the message that they put across, which oftentimes it shouldn't be, you know? Unless this person's outwardly saying, from my opinion, yeah, this is what I think you should do, yeah, then it's a questionable mm-hmm. statement. Yeah, for sure. But if this person is relaying messages mm-hmm. or relaying um, um, knowledge or imparting knowledge upon you from a good source, from a sound source, and you've done your research, and it's obviously sound source. Yeah. Then it's completely, bro. It's it's you can take that. You get, you're sure. allowed to take it. Yeah, it's the same thing with like entertainment as well. You know, when like the whole thing with like cancel culture and stuff. You know, because when one person does something that's questionable or is completely wrong, let's not even mm. say questionable, yeah. But then they sort of tarnish all the work they've they've done in the past. Mm. Mm. You know, it's like that's that's another conversation but I think actually. That's the, uh, so how I was going to like take the good and leave the bad because a lot of times we're like mm. a sheikh for example will do like a hundred hectic good lectures on um, YouTube that y- that's available and then you have one thing which is controversial and you yeah. take like a opinion that isn't mainstream everyone says you shouldn't listen to him anymore yeah yeah but like so how said the other lectures are so good but sometimes we just because one bad thing they did well, he has a bad opinion 
Yeah. Yeah, you should just relax. Um, one thing that I was gonna touch on was like, um, for example, you know how high esteem they hold George Washington in the United States, yeah, yeah founding yeah. father, blah blah blah. They always talk about the guy with the wooden teeth. You know how he's, you know where his teeth actually are from? Who George? Yeah. No, I don't know. He knocked out slaves' teeth. Yeah? yeah, so he basically ripped out teeth from slaves and put his own teeth in there. And he put into his mouth. George Washington is one of the, the wooden teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he put slave teeth to replace the teeth that he had because of how tarnished, like how disgusting his old teeth were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people still look up to him in high esteem because they only see the good things that they want to see. Yeah, that's know? America mm-hmm. as well. Those guys are bad. And dudes. it's a different case because the same thing <laughs> as like Abraham Lincoln, who everyone talks about. There's things he said. If you heard what he said, you'll think. Why do I still, you know, rate yeah. him as a president? But it's only because it's why they're well known. Mm. Yeah. So obviously, founding father George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Honest Abe, and you know all the things he did. Yeah. Stuff like that. But that's that's a different case, you know, because like we don't, I don't put these guys on a pedestal. I know some people do, but there's guys who I know can benefit the community so much. And then, for example, there was a sheikh, and I said, you remember Hamza Yusuf? We're listening to Purification of the Heart. Yeah. I told my mate, I said, bro, this is one of the best series I've listened to. Suss it out. Mm. He goes, I can't listen to Hamza Yusuf, sorry. Because of his opinion on and black lives matter, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because he would just say, like, oh, because he's on a different manhaj. Well, Hamza a Yusuf has an opinion on black lives matter? There was one time he said, a qu- he did say something questionable about, I think it was Syria. Syria or is or the one that know. he gets a lot of backlash for. Syria yeah. or Palestine, and then he also says something about black lives matter. And I know that, but the thing is, yeah, if somebody's intention is different or their, their, opinion. their thought or perspective of the situation is different to yours, and you know, like, based off of who they are or what they've done before in the past, you can kind of derive that they were coming from a good place. Because so you have to think good of people. Like, as a Muslim, you have to think good of your, of your Muslim brothers, mm-hmm. you know? Unless he's giving you reason to think otherwise. But I know that him saying going against an oppressive leader is a bit questionable, yeah? But then again, I think to myself, how much knowledge do I have to question somebody who has... 40 years of it. Do you know what I mean? So... Why is it all of a sudden that we all have opinions? It's because Twitter. You feel like your opinions is validated. But yeah, it's it's, it's, weird. it's also the same, like not with the Sheikh, but Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So Jordan Peterson's a very intellectual person and there's a lot to benefit from him. But he has strong views on our religion. Yeah. You know, or he has views on our religion. And he says he's not knowledgeable on it, but he might say X, Y, and Z. But if he's talking about like shoulders back, head up, you know, you Productivity. should treat, yeah. treat yourself like someone you care about. There's nothing wrong with that kind of thing. So maybe it's take fine. that stuff, but the questionable stuff, leave. Amen. Take the 5%, 10%, because there's actually so much we can gain. Mm. Yeah. But if we say no straight away, you limit your growth. I started binging his videos. Um, you used to hate on him when we started. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. You know what it was? He goes to the face as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what happened initially? So um, initially I thought, because of what he said about the Rasul, I was like, this guy's bad. That's it. Mm. Get out of my face, yeah? I, I never Wait, so did he make a comment about I would never click outwardly? Jordan Peterson talking about the deen or anyone like, yeah, even I Hamza used to talking about Syria. Mm. It's like, I'm a bit more in- intentional. Yeah, he like never, he I never know lived they're going to annoy me or something. Yeah, no, no. He never lived. See, this is the thing about, um, I think Tim Humble said it once in one of his podcasts or on a, in a lecture. He goes, so long as you haven't lived in that place, so long as you don't, you've never grown up there, so long as you, you're not well aware and you're not like f- you're not coming from a primary source you're talking about secondary sources mm-hmm. he goes don't even talk or comment about anything because first of all you're not equipped second of all you're not you're not um credible enough to talk about the situation yeah. like for example everyone will talk about saudi arabia how corrupt they are or whatever yeah. it is but 
not saying they are or they are. That's that's not my opinion here. Yeah. I don't care. But a lot of people don't live there. A lot of people don't know what's going on there. A lot of people aren't in touch with that situation there. So how can you formulate? Yes, yeah, so you don't really. You can't. You can't really yeah. formulate an opinion. Yeah. yeah. All sure. you can say is I heard or I saw or I. Then that doesn't work. Yeah, that's a know? different conversation. But um. But what are you? What were you binging of Jordan Peterson? This is uh, and uh, what got me into his like watching book? more of his videos. No, his um his analysis of Pinocchio. Pinocchio, okay, yeah. You know the movie Pinocchio? Yeah. yeah. So he did an analysis and he went through like play by play about how, yeah. um, do you know the, the, the owner of Pinocchio, the guy that makes him like yeah. new shows and stuff like yeah. that? I don't know what his name is, but the guy, the evil guy. Mm-hmm. Um, basically a child trafficker because Pinocchio becomes a boy, yeah? Yeah. But, um, and he talks about pure evil and, um, and he, uh, he analyzes situations in the movie where he talks about false celebrity and um, he speaks about like the facade that people put on when um, when it benefits them in the eyes of others, and then when his back's turned and he doesn't realize that they're watching, he's going hard at Pinocchio for for making a fool of himself, mm-hmm. you know. And then like he'll analyze that. Like for example, you know how Hamza Yusuf works? He always talks in tangents. Mm. Yeah, like a lot of the time he'll be talking about something. So you can tell by the way I talk as well. That's why I kind of like guys like Hamza Yusuf and Jordan Peterson is they'll analyze something and then they'll go into depth on one part of it and go on a tangent to a different place and then you end up quoting Johnny Cash for no reason. Yeah, yeah. and then come back to his, yeah. you know, he'll come back to the thing and he'll, he'll, do it, he'll, he'll put it back on the path that he was going on. Yeah. So um, what Jordan Peterson does is um, he spoke about, for example, Pinocchio falling and becoming embarrassed and he speaks about how kids... When they're younger, they don't actually get like. Oh no, no, wasn't that? That was before that. He speaks about how um, when kids, when a person blushes, they're more trustworthy because their body can't lie to anybody else. So when you're lying or when you're embarrassed, your body it, it, it betrays you by showing everyone else that you're embarrassed because you're blushing. Because wow. there's evidence of your. That's when you're saying the truth. Exactly, because you're, you're you're showing evidence okay. of of um of your feelings on the outside. Mm, so yeah. they always say trust somebody that blushes because of that reason. You know, so mm. like I yeah. said, there's there's bits and pieces <laughs> like that analysis and and those tangents. I love yeah, listening love. to them because there's like there's little things you don't know, but they make a lot of sense in the grand scheme of things. You I know? always like I was telling legendary because we were listening to the Sira. It's like the tangents actually the most interesting bits. Not most mm. interesting, but they just they keep you like on your toes, and you learn something that's so random, and you're like, "What the hell?" Yeah. And it's just like that's actually the that's best. That's why part. when I heard tangents, you know, how he was like quoting like Jordan yeah. Peterson thing. Yasser Khadi king of. T- that's where I learned that word from. <laughs> you always used to say after what word? like the word tangent. I never knew it. Oh. Like <laughs> I was in Syria, he used to go, "Oh, sorry for the tangent." Back to the thing. Yeah. But the thing is, like sometimes tangents are necessary because it actually applies logic, and you connect. Like the mm. facts to it, you know what I mean. Mm. But like when, when you when you start going on a random goose yeah. chase, it gives context to your opinion yeah. too. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's what I like okay. about it. How about um back to role models? Like who are some people? Um, Actually, before we go to the role model thing, yeah, isn't it funny how like sometimes Jordan Peterson he can create like an in depth analysis about the weirdest things in the like world, Pinocchio. like Pinocchio. That was made like. You know, I used to think ago. it was aerator. I'm not. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. At what point is it bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> but if you, see, the when thing is, when you have to start listening to things with an open mind, yeah. Yeah. The problem is when I used to listen to him, or when I was trying to give him a chance initially, I I had already had a tarnished view of this guy. 
Sure. Because of what he said about the Rasul. Yeah. So my automatic reaction was whatever this guy's spitting, he's just spitting bullshit. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then I opened like my mind to it and I realized that there are some discrepancies, like things when he speaks about, like the, from the Bible, passages about um, Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve, or, yeah. or um, what's that last one? What, what's what's? But it's hard for Lord, me to not look at that. It. Okay. What what the story of Luke? Yeah, there's I, um, um, the homosexuals and the it got flipped upside down. The Dead Sea. And stuff. Yeah, but there's there's the two people in it. In Luke, Lord, the son. No, but in the Bible version, I'll find. Oh, I'll find okay. It. Yeah. Sorry. But, but continue. What about it though? You're getting to a point. I like we we disagree with his opinion on that. For sure. Mm. Yeah. You know. But also sometimes disagreeing with this is why I love debate, and I remember saying this on the Adnan Rashid episode. Sometimes it's not about changing your opinion. It's more understanding how they came to that opinion themselves. Their point you know? of view? Yeah, their, their, their point of view. Sodom and Gomorrah. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, never heard that before. But yeah. mm. um, it's, understand, it's interesting understanding the view. Like, for example, Jordan Peterson, when he gave an in-depth analysis um, about um, those guys that are... So Hitler was one of them, um, Stalin, and another one, Mel. You know, it's like how history doesn't talk about them enough. You know, history only talks about, like, for example, history only talks about Hitler. He's, like, at the front race of, you know, the World War II and all that kind of stuff in terms of dictatorship. But Mao never, ever gets, um, what's called, much presence. Like, much, he doesn't get spoken about much. Mm. And he, when he gave his in-depth analysis in regards to, like, when you break down them as figures into their personality traits, like, how narcissistic and whatnot they were, I look at that and I go, bro, like... How'd you get that? Yeah, yeah. Like, how did you get there? <laughs> and then the bigger question is, why was I not taught this in school? Mm. That's mm. the thing. Like, I look mm. at that. Like, when we're reading um, Twelve Rules for Life, there was um, in like on the seventh on the seventh chapter. I remember it specifically. He speaks about. I, c I can't quote it for you exactly, but anyway, that's where he speaks about the whole thing about Mao, Stalin, and a lot of the philosophers during the World War period time as well. Mm. You know, and then you almost feel like you're robbed of education to a certain degree. It's like, why am I hearing about these guys now? You know, mm. why am I hearing about Pinocchio's analysis? Why am I looking at him just guy with long nose? Yeah, yeah. You know? I just thought it was a cartoon. You can, can't take from it, you know? That's it's, like, it's like Disney movies all have like hidden meaning. Yeah. But it's important. It's an important, it's an important um, it's got take home message from your thing about Jordan Peterson, you know? Like sometimes you have to remove the emotion and apply the logic in that sense, mm. you know? Though he might have said something that like offended you, he might there might actually be good, mm. there might be some good underlying his conversation. But with that, you can have the perspective with whoever it is take the good, leave the bad, and no one's perfect. Sure. Like, exactly. the amount of um, speeches Jordan Peterson or whoever, uh, whichever public speaker does, they're bound to make one mistake. For they're sure. bound to make quote something wrong. It's like, it's just mm. the law of averages. If you have 10,000 hours of videos on YouTube, mm. of course you're going to make one or two mistakes, or you're going to have, especially when he's so used to being asked questions, you rate your opinion more. It's like, people always side with me. So when there's a sensitive topic, like, for example, our religion, and he gives an opinion. He thinks he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's, he's always thinking of things pragmatically. Yeah. For us, the thing is with, with Muslims is we always have an element of unseen. So like the metaphysical realm always exists for us. It's just faith. That's what, you know that's what, what I mean? religions yeah. are. Yeah. So the reason they have to like discount that sort of evidence and stuff like that is the reason why we don't see eye to eye with them fully. Or mm -hmm. But yeah, then sure. we have that other realm of the physical realm and, and, and like his opinion on, for example... um. Things that are uh, aren't concerning of like for example the spiritual the spiritual realm, or like or like um, belief in general, and it's just about kind of like, um, what's that? What's that word? I can't really express it to you unless I get that word, but like um, contemporary issues, like things that are occurring in the tangible world, you know. So like 
issues to do with like homosexuality or feminism or other mm. things like that those are things that are like disputable because mm. they're not in the in the in in the spiritual realm they're like they're not metaphysical mm. and they're not like things you can say i've seen and i believe mm. they're things that are like you can only you can only like how do i say it yeah Come on, man. I, I Sorry, think it's different because, yeah, yeah. like, when you're talking about the story of, like, Isa, Jesus, or the Prophet Muhammad, it's like 1400 years ago, 2000 years ago. But when you're talking about feminism or homosexuality, it's talk, talking about some guy on the street. Like, yeah. I'll it's, give a you, it's in your face. Like, I'll give you my example, yeah? Because what he said about the Rasul was that he was a warlord. Yeah? Who Jordan said this? Yeah, yeah. Jordan Peterson said it. He, he goes, he's a warlord, and um, he basically got land based off of the sword. The sword, mm. yeah, he spread it, he spread Islam through the sword, and for us, we know the in-depth analysis of the Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, so we know that he was a sadiq, and I mean, we know that he was, he was, um, he was um, a very faithful person. Everybody that met him thought he was his best mate. Mm. You know, there was also the fact that he took care of the charity. He took a lot of things on the chin. You know, mm. he 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 consistently tried to reason with enemies. Like people that were attacking him, he was telling them, listen, the only reason why I'm continuing to take this from you is because I want good for you. I don't get anything from this. I'm already guaranteed paradise. You know, the Rasul the, the Rasul was, Allah SWT already told him, you're my best of creation. Mm. You know, he didn't have to go and, he didn't have to go and like struggle with random. Yeah. Go the extra mile. Random yeah. blood. Like, who, like Abu Shahil, who are you, bro? Mm. You know, like, Kamunab, who are you? Cause? For sure, for mm. sure. Do you know Tying what I mean? Back to the Jordan Peterson thing with the warlord. So basically, yeah, for, for, for him, yeah. he's looking at it from a pag pragmatic view. Yeah. So from the realistic view, from what people see it, they overturned, like, the, they, 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 the he's the Battle of Badr, mm. you know? Yeah. He's things from the history book perspective. Mm. Like, they defeated 300, 300 men defeated 1,000, mm. you know? Or they hear the Battle of Uhud, mm. and then they hear about that sort of stuff. They remove context from certain mm. situations as well. That's you know what I mean? Thing. So they don't hear that, they, yeah. they, don't, they don't feel the... the, the Besides context, the um, the um, ah, the feelings, the emotional part of it, like mm. the the actual um, the reasoning behind the war yeah. mm. or the thing that caused it, they only see black and white um, evidences mm. from secondary and sources. For sure, we have chains of narration that tells us what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, mm. and then they base their opinions off of that, mm. which isn't the right thing. And it's the same as if you use logic in 2021 compared to 1400 years ago it's a completely different world you imagine if now for the first time ever we start having a discussion about um george washington what are you going to say about him you're not going to say he's the best you know what you're saying you're going to talk bad about him he did x y and z but because you look at the context and you say in the 1700s that was a normal thing mm. obviously now like they all got statues yeah they all have statues That's a in normal America thing. and they're all slave owners mm -hmm. and they were doing things that they thought was the right thing to do back in the day mm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. and bro have you ever you heard of the Cold War yeah. yeah so the Cold War basically what happened was you know those missiles that um, America was shooting the atomic bombs they yeah. were shooting them at actual people bro yeah there were people on today, an island yeah, in Japan yeah you know there were people on oh, an you island you mean when there. they were testing the missiles not no. testing, they were kind of like, they were, they were flexing, you know, yeah. they were flexing, showing like Russia what they've got, basically. Okay. But mm. they were shooting at what they thought was just a random, who cares? Mm. It's a random island. But they're actually humans. There was a guy that did a, a Viceland documentary. He went there and he went and spoke to the people and this lady was having her baby prematurely because of the, the after effects or the aftermath of Radiation. those atomic, yeah, those yeah, atomic yeah. bombs. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know what 100%. I mean? So she's just randomly standing there and then 
She saw her baby fall. Mm. Yeah. What the hell? And they're like, uh, and for example, the Iraq war as well. You know? George Bush goes, yeah, weapons of mass destruction. We need to go stop these. And what you find is, oh, I did the gun thing again. <laughs> but, um, but what you find is, all he did was kill a million people and come back and go, oh, my bad, there's nothing there. Yeah. We made a mistake. But you killed a million people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, oh, the only way I can describe this is in explicit, expli- ex- expletive terms, explicit terms. But you really effed these people into an oblivion. Mm. Yeah, they can't, like, it's very difficult for them to recover. Yeah, 100%. Hiroshima and Nagasaki, bro, I can keep going on. Yeah, yeah. America doesn't have a good track record, bro. Yeah. I was you watching, uh, nice watching do- a lot of YouTube videos on it. I was <laughs> watching a nice documentary on um, this guy who committed, um, you know, the Rwanda genocide? Yeah. And there's there's like a there's a documentary at the moment. It's not a documentary, but it's a series on, you see how I said it, series? See, I've been practicing that word. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there's, this, there's a series on Netflix and it talks about the most wanted men, you know, and it's got like Mayo, El Chapo, all those guys. And one of them was, I just randomly went on this random episode, but it was um, some Rwandan warlord, you know? And basically what he did, there was two tribes in Rwanda at the time. And essentially, one whole, everyone that wasn't his tribe were killed using, um, what's it called, machetes and stuff. Mm. Anyway, he profited off there. At the time, radios were a big, big thing in Rwanda. So that's how he got his message across. But he was one of the guys that started the, um, what's called, the Rwanda radio at the time. So that's how he got his message across or whatever. Anyway, the story goes on and he goes from country to country. He's hopping and all that kind of stuff and no one could stop him. And at the end, he gets um, held custody and he gets arrested in France, yeah? But you look at all these people, it's like, if he didn't have money, yeah? That's all that fuels it at the end of the day. It's just money, regardless, point blank, you know? Once you got money, you can do whatever you want at the end of the day. Who's going to hold you accountable? But it's when that money deteriorates. And, bro, people were looking up to this Rwandan warlord and looking up to him like he was their supreme leader, you know? And they took him as a role model. But that's a normal thing, like the same thing in history books with Hitler, yeah. Stalin and stuff. That's just how... You can't, you know, yeah. Uh, it's knowing what... The one thing that they always use, and you'll notice it when it comes to those type of people, is they always say they're sent from God. Yeah? Or they always say they're doing God's work. Yeah, they say they're yeah. doing God's work. You they, know what they, I mean? Like for Hitler, that was one big thing. You know, he goes... Because Hitler's story... Yeah, I've never heard this before. I just found out recently. But when he was in the trenches in the World War One, he saw this beacon of light. Because what happened was, well, they were in the, you know, the trenches and five of his men got hit by like some sort of missile, yeah? Or some sort of, I don't know, mis- missile that came in and mm. bombed the area up. He goes, all of them died but me. But when I looked up after the missile, I couldn't hear nothing, but all I could see was a beacon of light. And he goes, from there, I just knew, <laughs> I knew my life's mission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what, then he kill goes, Jews, bro? What the hell? Yeah, light, kill him. He's <laughs> gone, bro. Okay, with that, a lot of, a lot of different names, a lot of different people. What's some characteristics or ways people can look up to people? Because it's still good to have role models in your life because they will, you kind of look up, you can emulate characteristics and kind of shape your life towards certain things. Mm-hmm. So what's some things people can look for and look at? I think for the beginning, like when I'm looking up to someone, it's based off of like similar characteristics or their personality. Do you want to say first who you look up to or some people? I don't look up to someone. <laughs> I'm trying to think of someone like straight oh, up. Uh, other than Malcolm <laughs> X. <laughs> um, oh, even if it's just like one, I don't know. One at the aspect. moment, the the, the I, I reckon Malcolm one X, celebrity yeah. that I've followed for like a period of time has just been interested. AJ's one, Anthony Joshua. What do you look up about him? Well, like what 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 do you look up to about him? I just see him as a beast, bro. Is it the physical side, like what he does in the ring, or is it? 
and more likely and mentality as well mentality okay. is another one like the whole 25-8 management all that kind of stuff it's just mentality what's 25-8 management sorry because I don't know what it is 25-8 he's just he's like he's, uh, he's saying goes go always one one more basically that extra mark oh it's 24-7 25-8 type of thing so extra hour extra day well if I don't like anything just show me he's fighting this out of Hyundai anyway um, <laughs> who, who else well. another person would be probably like Les Brown as well um, but Les Brown based off of like his story but not like the religious aspect and just guys that have like a perseverance? strong perseverance like his yeah. perseverance you know him okay. and like I love his story with like like you know that Les Brown was a twin one of a set of twins yeah he was wow. the retarded one they said yeah mentally retarded mentally yeah. incapably retarded that's, that's what, what he said? got yeah that's yeah. that is what that's what his teacher said to him yeah. it goes Whoa. his teacher goes to him right on the board yeah and he goes I can't and then after he goes why because someone once had told him you're mentally incapably retarded and he held that opinion of that one teacher once in his head, and he said, "I can't do anything." How did it flip though? What was that? That teacher spoke to him. He goes, "You know, someone's what was, thing? Yeah. What was it? Someone's perspective of you. Someone's reality shouldn't be other way. Yeah. Someone's perspective of you. You shouldn't become your reality. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what the okay. teacher said to him. And ever since then, he just like, yeah. like sort of grinded it up. But his name was less like Leslie, but his brother's name was Wes Wesley. So like the actual twins, you know. Oh wow. But at birth, they got separated yeah. and put into a foster home, and then yeah. whatever. So on that, you said like AJ Les Brown. Why, like you know? I said it like I don't know. Takeaways for people so they can know because sometimes people don't look up to anyone. Maybe just their mum and dad. I don't look up to anyone, but if I had to look up to people, like people that I'm influenced to a certain degree, like at one point, bro, I was trying to get buff like AJ. I was just showing Ali like a photo before, like I got. Show us. No, no, yes, yes. <laughs> Still got the barbell video? <laughs> yeah, I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Um, other than that, not really. Like, Russell Westbrook is another person, but I only take him from a sport aspect. Mm. Like, I won't go and start, like, wearing dresses, going to, I don't oh. know, the McDonald's. Yeah, like his style and that, yeah. What about for some other people so they can... I'm not going to tell who someone who yeah. they should follow as a role model. No, nah, but it's more like like character, what characteristics. So there's takeaways, for example. Yeah. If you say now AJ does X, Y, and Z, I yeah. can have a takeaway. For sure. So what's something, some that's takeaways. something from them that really stands out that um, you want to hold to you, to your identity? Mental toughness is probably a big one. Okay. That's, that's a big I one. That. I think that's the two things that correlate between Les Brown and um, it's called AJ mm. in terms of like just grinding it out type mm. of thing. It sounds kind of corny, but... Like Deras, you know, like mm-hmm. hence David Goggins, one of those guys that are up there that I look up to, you know, Eric Thomas. I don't know that that tough mentality is just yeah. my my go-to thing. I what that. does Eric Thomas do besides talking? That's literally. <laughs> so he wa- he's written books, podcasts, and he does besides writing books so and talking. He gets that's paid, basically talking. He gets paid to actually go and do like training, at like businesses, corporations, and stuff like that. So around the world. It's basically like a personal development yeah. coach. So he talked yeah, his much. way into talking to people. He got a GED. He See, got the thing is for me, like I, I look back and I go, okay, mad. Malcolm X started the revolution. You know, he went to prison. He went through adversity. He showed it and he came back from it. Nelson Mandela went to prison for what he believed in. You know, you got footballers that go through stuff. When I see people like, for example, Eric Thomas or Gary Vee, even him, like he'd done something. He ran a business. Mm. He's a high investor. The thing is with me, when people talk their way into talking to people, nah, but hey, nah. it just, I don't know, if it doesn't sell it. It doesn't sell it to me. If you See, the thing is, I might change in two months. Yeah, you know? Like you did with Goggins, like you did with JP. But Goggins, <laughs> actually, uh, Goggins <laughs> actually went through stuff. But if you listen to Eric Thomas' story, you might He actually understand. went through stuff. Yeah. yeah, he went through a lot. What did he go through? So for example, he, he says like, his, his mom got pregnant with him at 17. 
You know, he dropped out of high school. How's that his struggle? But sorry, Carol. No, because like <laughs> from from young, and then he grew up with. He never knew his dad until he was thirty, and then none of his parents or grandparents ever went to college or anything. And he was the first one to say, "No, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a GED. I'm going to get a master's degree." He went and did all of that, mm-hmm. and then he started giving back to the community. It's the same as Malcolm X. All Malcolm X is is an educated speaker. Really, he read books and he's an educator. Mm. So Eric Thomas is the same thing where he goes. I'm an educator, I build people. Mm. So he used to teach at schools and stuff like that because top, he, yeah. his goal is to lift up his community who went through tough times. And that's mm. all he yeah, tries yeah, to okay. do. Don't get me wrong, it's not me going, hey, yeah, now this guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah or like, oh, I, don't, I don't rate him or whatever. You just don't see how he it's got to that status. I don't understand it, maybe because I'm ignorant to the situation. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Mm. But what I'm saying is, like, I didn't understand why. Like, for example, there's always a reason why we look up to somebody, like mm. you were saying. Yeah. Like, for example, that Les Brown guy came from basically being called retarded. You know? Les Brown's literally the same as Eric Thomas. I, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, yeah but was Eric Thomas, like, was he, that's it, like, they defined No, but they technically do the same thing. Like, yeah. Les Brown and yeah. Eric Thomas. Yeah. yeah. It's very but, similar. But Les Brown's start story starts way before the mentally retarded yeah. bit as well. Yeah, like, like the whole orphanage thing. and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, the orphanage yeah. bit just gets me. Like, yeah. already you're playing, you're literally starting off life behind the eight ball. Mm. Even yeah. Eric Thomas says that, like, he was homeless, ate out of trash cans, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> 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 you can hear. But it's, I think it's less I, I, about... I feel like I'm in the gym like right now. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I think the weights. for him, yeah. for a legendary, it's more about what they say. Yeah. So it's when Anthony Joshua, Eric Thomas, Les Brown talk about mental toughness, it just kind of G's you up and it gives you that extra yeah, push. And that's all it is. Same as Gary Vee. Yeah. I that's don't look at what he did with his alcohol business to make him successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's his business advice I take. Yeah. yeah. You know? And and I think they're the only, they're not even celebrities to a degree. They're just more public figures as well. But they're the only people whose aspects of their lives I've tried to add to my life. Mm. You know, there's nothing about Russell Westbrook that I've tried adding to my life. You know, there's nothing about... Never tried a skirt? How about the Maoist, bro? That is different, though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe what? So what? Mm. Um... I've thought of going blue hair though. Should I? Bro, don't, bro. There's a pattern <laughs> in this podcast where someone yeah. is dyeing their hair and oh, then leaving the podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, starting up again. Look like a bottle of Gatorade. I put like <laughs> a style on top of my head, bro. <laughs> no, nah, but also going back to thinking when I was talking about the celebrities and stuff, there's never been like an actor. Because I know, you know, bare people who look up to like Hugh Jackman or Hemsworth or something like that. Hugh Jackman. I like that guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you look up to him, though? No. <laughs> See, he's the aerator, yeah? He's Aussie, man. He's Aussie, yeah. man. What about you, Ali, though? For me, I don't really look up to, like, someone holistically. Like, I just can't. I've never been that person. I like to, like, pick things off people and be like, okay, I like that about them. And what 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 links with me these days more often is authenticity. So, That's like... Oh, uh, yeah. So, I'm starting to see... Like, that's one of the reasons how YouTubers are getting so popular nowadays. And you... T- a lot of people are moving to the YouTube world and it's like you're starting to see you're starting to see people over like a period of time. Mm. It's like how much they've developed, how much they've, how much they've grown up or whatever. And that's why people like to stick with them for a long time. So like for example Not really, but continue. I wanna I wanna come back to that point. Okay. Yeah. So with the <laughs> so with the authenticity, <laughs> what's so funny? There you go, okay. <laughs> like, no one, I, I don't want to forget my point, that's why. Go ahead, go so on. with authenticity I think of like some authors like Mark Manson, for example, like he's as real as it gets. Like mm. he, he talks about some of the things like he goes through and he embraces some of his failures. Gary Vee talks about his Golden. failures. He yeah. loves to talk about his Uber, <laughs> whatever, missing it twice, <laughs> whatever he starts it already. I'm sorry, I don't have $2 million. Now. But then bro, like he, he embraces it though. Like he talks about it because he, he wants to show people how human he is and yeah. that like 
Don't look at us as some like perfect human being. <laughs> Gary Vee was not a human being. Gary Vee is just saying, I could have had even more money than I have now. <laughs> Wait, but no, I know what you mean with the authenticity yeah. thing, bro. Yeah. Like, um, I think y- what you're seeing is like the they're stripping back the hierarchy of celebrity, basically. 100%. So what's happening is instead of looking at people on ET and hearing about their, their business from TMZ and stuff like that, you're actually, you're actually getting to know the person from like a more like a more personal basis mm-hmm. you're not just getting sold the media the media version of them sure. because when you hear about like you said chris brown back in the day all you were going to hear about was what he did through media organizations mm. not from his own mouth mm. piece to camera and like he's being honest with you you know yeah for sure mm. or somewhat honest mm. but yeah but it, it's like it's, it's the genuine nature because like how we romanticize role models these guys are saying you know in real life, I'm, I'm not perfect. I make tons of mistakes. Mm. You know, like, I know Mark Manson talks about when he writes a book, half of what he writes is crap. Yeah. You know, but it's like, what the hell? Are you serious? And he goes, oh, to record this 10-minute video, it took me six hours. I mm. failed, mm. you know, 20 times. And we think these guys are the best in front of camera, in front of, mm. you know, speaking, with the investments. But to understand that even the successful people make a lot of mistakes is a good feeling. Mm. And, and sometimes they get to such a high level, for example, writing five books, and you think to yourself, there is no chance I'm going to get to that level. You feel like it's impossible. Mm. But then when he talks about his past experiences, like how long it takes or like failing so, so many times or him having to speak to other authors, getting advice over the years, becoming a better writer himself, then it's like, okay, there's a pathway. I'm starting to re- like realise a sense of direction and how mm. to get there. Mm. Definitely. So I find that very interesting. Mm. Anyone else? Um, anyone else? Anyone else? Surely there's some uh, soccer stars. Yeah, but then I think of the same things like soccer stars. Like, mm. uh, obviously, you could say the mental toughness and stuff, but it's just the authenticity trait really sticks with me. Just with the, what I've been through in my past few years. <sighs> yeah, because yeah, quarter, quarter life crisis. Turned <laughs> yeah, twenty five a few days ago. Sorry, quarter life crisis. A B D. Quarter reflecting world, half man. Life <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, even like for example, like Jesse Lingard. I think when Jay he Link. he just got dropped out of the England squad. In the Euros, and he posted online like go- goals he's written down on a board, and just showing her like how normal he is. Like he has to write goals. He has to. He's dealing with like criticism of like struggling playing at such a high level, and you don't see that op- at that often. But now you're slowly starting to see it more with mm-hmm. athletes. Yeah. And then you grow that instant connection. It's like, oh wait, I can actually r- relate to this guy because I'm going through similar things, mm-hmm. like this imposter syndrome stuff. Yeah, exactly. How about you? Who do I look up to? Yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Or even characteristics of people, you know. The Rasul Sallam out of bounds, yeah. My girlfriend. That's always in. Yes, bro. Just go next person. <laughs> Whoever those guys are that commented on the Bilal Asad video that they disliked the childishness, go after him. <laughs> <laughs> the Rasul Sallam is my number hey, one. Hey, I don't got a model. beard, bro. They're coming after <laughs> someone with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, um, okay, what characteristics? So, is character, it? just character in general, holistically. Even if like you want to say the Prophet, what is it? The Prophet Sallam's character yeah. in general, like. How to go about things? His, the spiritual aspect of life mm. is something I take. The, like I take nobody else's opinion on except for the Rasul. Mm. You know? Like you have the occasional opinion of, like for example, Muslim speakers or Ghazali or whatever it is that I, I read or listen to. I'll take them on board definitely, but ultimately the only role model I take, like without a pinch of salt. Everyone else a pinch of salt. You know, mm. they understand the human. They had their experiences, and sometimes that humans speak from a bias. Yeah, you know. So, for example, if somebody told me, don't ever give everybody everything, you know, mm. in your head, you're like, 
okay, but what have you gone through that caused you to think like that, you know? And what was your intention when you were doing that? Mm. And why did you get so offended by it that you're advising other people not to give, for example, give other people the time of the day, the, the time of the day or whatever. Yeah. So a lot of the times people's your critical people's people's opinion is tarnished based sure. off of human shortcomings. Yeah, yeah it's for sure. It's not for their sure. fault. It's yeah. just human shortcomings. For sure. So um, that's just true because there is a saying that uh, you guys can add to it, but it's along the lines of um. Like take the people that are currently amongst society nowadays with a grain of salt. But if you're gonna look up to someone, look up to those in the cemetery, like those that are dead. Dead, exactly. You know, because their actions don't really, really <laughs> change, or their advices are <laughs> not by, uh, they're not affected by current situations. What are you, you know? talking about? Words? Uh, oh, are you getting to that? I was gonna say my that. Bad, bad, I was okay. gonna say that, bro. I got you. I was gonna say that the only people that you can basically go, yes, wholehearted. This put like you were gonna. Uh, I think you were gonna ask it unless you took away the question. Did you take away the question from well, the what spine? Is it? How can you tell whether or not somebody's a genuine I feel like we look at answers that. Mm. Yeah, to a degree. But yeah, yeah go, go, so I was going to basically say you can't really judge a person or you can't really put like a full stop that this person's an amazing person until they die. Yeah. Because mm. they have to die upon the haq, you know? Mm. The, people that, the people that are doing currently good things could very well be misguided in the future. You know, because we hear about shiuch, they look like they're untouchable. They end up sleeping with the wrong woman or something mm. like that. In uh, <laughs> you hear it in other countries, voila. I think in France there yeah. was some sort of controversy with a sheikh yeah, yeah. that occurred where he he cheated. I think he cheated on his wife and had a baby with the yeah. the lady he had an affair with. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's that's wild. Yeah, yeah. So and, and this guy's a sheikh. This is somebody that everyone looks up to. They they hear his opinion. They're like, mm. he's supposed to be for sure knowledgeable. He's supposed yeah. to be not. But human shortcomings lead me to believe that opinions of others. Always have to be taken with a grain of salt, for sure. Except for the Rasul Sallallahu you know, mm -hmm. because yeah. he's not speaking from whim or from desire or from experience. He's speaking from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, for sure. For you sure. know, um, so character and conduct and how I go about things, I hope to amount to even the toenail of the Rasul Sallallahu You know, yeah. do you have like role models that are in the sports field as well? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. I'm coming to that. I got plenty. <laughs> I that. got plenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I wanted to put that across. Listen, <laughs> <and, laughs> I'm religious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, when it comes to um, sports, NBA, I wouldn't say I really like because I didn't really play it. So I don't really know how difficult certain things are, yeah. aspects. I just play for a laugh. Yeah. How I'll about like mindset? Like one, ca like Kobe's mindset, for example. Kobe's good. I heard I heard yeah. good things about Kobe, but NBA. I really love Steph. I love the way Steph oh, goes yeah. about things. Only reason why is because he's so he's so small. He skips around. You know, he should be bullied in yeah. this game. This yeah. is a big man's game. It's supposed it to be a big man's league. Yeah. He changes it around, flipped on that, goes, "Hey, yeah. I own this." Now, yeah? yeah, no matter what, he stuck yeah. to his game. Yeah, yeah? And, he, and he didn't change. Uh, he just improved. Yeah. But um, so Steph would be NBA. If I'm talking footy, as a kid growing up, Scott Gaza. West. Scott West. Yeah. But Scott Gary Abler was. When I started learning more about football, I wasn't yeah. just biased based off Western Bulldogs. Did you ever go bold for him? Uh, <laughs> he didn't go bold when I... He was going bold. Bold. Ah. Bold. Yeah. 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 bold with him. But Gary Ablett Jr. has to be one of the most technically gifted AFL players. The, tech, the most technically gifted AFL player of all time. Mm -hmm. If you ever watch the mastery... Bro, this guy, they didn't call me a little master for <laughs> the reason, bro. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Listen, this guy will, will rack up 38 disposals and kick three goals, one from the boundary for 50 yeah. metres for a laugh. For sure. And you look at you afterwards and go, 
Yeah, it's okay. Oh, he won a brown loan from a team that got established a year before. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, what about his hey. character? <laughs> <laughs> no, what about his character and his conduct? <laughs> Listen. He's going from this one. Yeah, this <laughs> I, I know what goal he's talking about. I've got to give credit to that. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, but, but amazing. Shut going back to you, people that live with us currently, yeah? Are you influenced by people that live with us currently? No. no. That are alive? Only because of um, maturity. When I was younger, a lot of the times I was impressionable and um, because I didn't really know about um, letting in subconscious, like letting information subconsciously seep into your brain yeah. that kind of like has that effect on your character or has some, has that effect on how you outwardly act. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when I was younger, I had like, I had this idea in my head, like for example, Tupac or the rappers that you listen to always talk about, don't let anyone F with you, you know? Mm. Don't let anyone mess with you, you're... You're like you're you're above this. You can't let anyone step to you. How can you? You know the ego, pride-driven conduct. You know, little do you know. Later on in life, you're like, okay, why would I let somebody else control my emotions? Mm. That's the dumbest possible scenario or outcome for you. You know, letting somebody else dictate how you react to, to a mm. situation. And so for me, when I was younger, I was impressionable. Yeah. For sure. So when I listen to a rapper or whatever it is, and I don't listen to music anymore, alhamdulillah, but back in the day, and I don't suggest anybody do, so don't think this is me telling you go back and watch or listen <laughs> to Tupac or whatever. But when you hear that sort of stuff going through your head, you're like, subconsciously seeps in, then you hear somebody give you shit on the, on the, play, on the playground or when you're playing footy or when you're at school and then you automatically just flip the switch mm. and there's no, there's no thought process behind it because the logic is out the window. You don't know what thinking consciously and subconsciously is when you're 16. Yeah. So you're subconsciously being run by this, this, um, this principle that nobody gets a one-up on me. You know? mm. nobody, nobody can talk to me like that. I don't get disrespected like somebody's holding respect points on a calendar or something. Sorry, on like, on like a whiteboard in the background <laughs> and that everybody knows <laughs> how many respect points you're losing every day. All that GTA BS. That street cred. Street cred. Street cred. You know? That's true, bro. Oh, yeah. no, that's very, very true. What about you, Asher? Go on, Asher, tell yeah, us. I had some interesting perspective on his. Yeah, just um, say it then. Say it, go ahead, go ahead. Nah, just because what you said about like that, because I know even subconsciously, it's your environment as well with the simple thing of swearing. Yeah. Like if your friends swear, you start to swear subconsciously and it's like, yeah, Allah, how'd that happen? Yeah. And it's the same with the music where you can subconsciously change your character over like a long period of time because it compounds. Sure. And it's crazy just to be conscious of that, like you've at least matured and realised. You know, because it's your thing where I might have a completely different thing. It's like now I have to become conscious of it, you know? Mm. 100%. 100%. That's, yeah. Um, for me, I. There's obviously holistically. You I know your first one. Just let me guess it. Tim Ferriss. <laughs> just, just I was going to say the Prophet. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. High five. Oh. Yeah. As I, said, <laughs> I was going to say holistically. You have to. Because yeah, obviously we're he we're said not it. Muslims. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go, go, Prophet. Yeah, we'll only because he said it. Us talking <laughs> about that. Just, ask us, just ask us again and we'll have to. We'll okay. say one more. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kev, yeah. who do you think? Um, Ryan Holiday's got to be up there. Nah. Okay. Okay. Eric Thomas is definitely holistically. One. No, not holistically. I think mentally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's a good one there because I I like Ryan Holiday a lot as an intellectual. Yeah. Because the amount of knowledge he has, it's you have to praise sure. it. You For know, sure. and that's all that is. But I resonated with someone more on top of it, which is Malcolm. Sure, so yeah. what's the point of rating someone if they're a minus if there's an a plus? Yeah, Do you get it? Yeah. So yeah. and then Malcolm has it. So Ryan is a minus. I'm just saying, like <laughs> you know, okay. I don't want to say it's D or something. <laughs> 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 you might come on an episode, bro. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll f I'll, I'm down for that. Now, but I think I resonate with the characteristics of certain people. Mm -hmm. 
and that's mainly what it is and it's like one major aspect which is Malcolm which is the education so you know just to be an, and also the articulation yeah, so it's like I wanted to be able to speak like Malcolm but then for example Malcolm when he used to talk and what we know about he didn't really have he wasn't quoting hadith or, or ayahs of the Quran and stuff like that yeah. so I don't want to be like Malcolm I might want to be, for example, like Yasser Qadi or Hamza Yusuf, who has that kind of skill where they can pull stuff out of I don't know where they do. Yeah, it's not <laughs> just it's not it's just not stats like that. But it's like if you if I get a hundred books and I read all of them, he'll still say stuff. I'm like, bro, you can't find that. Yeah, yeah, These yeah. guys' knowledge is so like it's not even the most knowledgeable. I'm just saying at the time now, their knowledge is so deep that it's like that's what I love, and I want to be able to have that because all it does is increase your iman. So, for example, mm. like that, I I really resonate with that. And then maybe, um, yeah, I remember really. I listened to the Sheikh from Saudi. Mm. So I'm trying to learn Arabic now, but the guy who's speaking Arabic, he goes basically. People talk about two sources of iman. Aha, one of them was like you were saying that you have to gather knowledge consistently in order for your elevation of your mm. of your iman to grow. Because uh, the less you know about something, the less you're gonna love it, and the less you're gonna fear it, the less you're gonna do things. For it. Mm. But yeah, sorry, carry on. It's o- like on the Prophet. The more you know about him, the more you love him. Because you find out how perfect he is. And it's like, how can I not love him? Exactly. But I think um, with sports stars, I think I need to find someone that's like, has, is all around. See how I said like Malcolm, whatever the articulation. Carry w- nah, but for example, Carry does he have the physique? Does he have the physique? Can you pull off bold? Can you pull off bold like <laughs> that? He, he's gorgeous, bro. Yeah. He, I bet you doesn't pull baby oil. He's naturally greased. Huh? Did you have much of a choice? Hey, though? we gotta get Gaz on oh. episode now. We have to get Gaz. <laughs> that's a must. That's a must. That's a must. I'm gonna go one for one with him, bro. Would you, would you say sport? Wi- comp. Would you say sport wise basher or nah? Uh, nah, probably not. Yeah. Because only like. I'm uh, we got him as a guest already. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, it's come back. It's, it's <laughs> <more> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. For example, I don't play just one sport. Like mm. not not that I play like for teams, but I want to be a bit like. Basketball, I'm not the tallest Versatile. guy, so I want to have a bit of athleticism. Yeah, Should JJ ready? Polyglot. Now, <laughs> what? <laughs> but you know what I mean. I want to have the athleticism, you know, and yeah. not just kind of thing. Like I don't know how Bashi is at soccer. Do you get it? Like it I don't know. If you Didn't you watch that uh, uh, Newport Mosque video that they put up once? No, uh, shot. I put a bottom corner. Good? No, he didn't. Yeah, left foot as well. Oh, Adam Saad's good. Probably better than me. Is he? Yeah. I used to play Versa when we were Love you, Adam Saad. Can't wait to have you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I think um, I might have to start to figure out. But sometimes you don't, there's not one person for it. So you got to become that person. Oy. You know True. what I mean? Yo, yo, you just. You want to look up to yourself? This guy. <laughs> this guy <laughs> said. <laughs> no, I'm saying this you're like, one This area. guy said, if you don't have a role model, <laughs> be your own role model. I rate that. Hey. You know what so they like say? Thierry Henry wasn't perfect for you in football. No, but see, that's He's what I said. It's not just football because it's athleticism, it's everyday health, you know, as well. For example, how much can Thierry Henry bench? For example, he benches 50 kilos. <laughs> I don't want to bench 50 kilos. Adama Traore. Hey, 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 hey let's, remember th- let's remember that, yeah? Once we get Thierry Henry on the podcast, I'll just get to ask him, how much do you bench? bench. <laughs> 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 that actually be interesting. That's the same in French. With your or with your Yeah. But just that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, wait, 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 wait. NFL players will have everything that you want athletically. Good shout. Yeah, I know. But uh, like Tyreek Hill, for example, you know? Metcalf. He's got that speed. Oh, I'm not 6'3". But yeah, that's why that's what I remember I used to like them. Yeah. They had the speed, athleticism, stuff like that. So that's an interesting thing, you know? Mm. But I'm not too sure because it's hard to find the right person. You might find it in a year and it's like, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like remember I found that guy on YouTube. And he, he had the powerlifting strength I want and the physique and stuff. But I don't think he plays sports. Who's this? Mac, Max Chewing. What about yeah. Brother Fattis? 
Yeah, I don't know how you used to play soccer. Some, some of those guys are too bulky. Like, I reckon NFL guys can't play soccer. They're too bulky. Yeah. You know, a lot of them. Some of them are silky. It's just yeah. like so feet coordination's not easy yeah. yeah. well. The running backs are pretty good. Yeah. But, but yeah. Uh, to end it, um, what's that one piece of advice that your you looked role up model, to. someone you looked up to, kind of gave that kind of stuck with you or helped sh- uh, change your life? My one was Loki said 10 minutes ago. And I was, I was like, oh. That's awkward. It was the, uh, <laughs> the thing about the ignorance thing. Um, it goes, um, the cure to ignorance is just asking questions. Basically, it's awareness, essentially. Mm. You know? And I remember when I was hearing that for the first time, I remember hearing that when I went to Umrah. You know? And it was just a statement at the time. Mm. You know? Mashallah, now you're religious too. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. How religious can F-I-G. you be if the Rasul Sallallahu is someone you look <laughs> up to? Yo, I think... <laughs> 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 you just have to say, oh, when I went to Umrah. Now that's going to be made into a clip or something. Okay, no, no, no. You what do you call it? Yeah, yeah. He just said he just made that one statement about the whole thing about ignorance and asking questions and yeah, mm. that, w- that was one advice that just stuck with yeah. me and it still stuck to, it sticks with me today. You know, mm. and it's the whole thing about like one day you'll go and feel like you know everything. You know, you might finish a book, you might read, I don't know, watch a movie, and you might feel like you know everything about this certain content. Yeah, and then the next day you find out something and it's like I wasn't even that knowledgeable the day before. Mm. You know. And it's also the idea of um, the whole idea of just like learning more, you know, understanding certain things. And I- when you don't know anything, just simply ask questions. Do you remember who gave you the advice when you were on Umrah? Yeah, it was um, uh, one of our Umrah tours. Okay, mashallah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> give us a one-liner. <laughs> We've got no time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give a one-liner from MJ. Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Okay. So I d- it's just because Michael Jackson. Because sometimes I hear too many quotes where I don't remember a lot. Mm. I need to write them down. It's something I'm gonna start doing. But that's just like how it is. You consume so much that you forget half of it. But one thing I remember is, I think you said limitations like fears are just illusions. So I think yeah. to myself, like when I spoke to you yesterday about the four-minute mile. I can't remember the exact story. Or even, I think to myself, for example, you think maybe 20 years ago, whatever, we never thought we might see like a Muslim player in the AFL, let alone win three premierships, possibly be one of the best players in his position. Like that's just like, um, what's the word? Exceeding the like the limit on what, where we think is possible. Mm. So it's just that type of thing where it's like, anything's possible. Like why do we have to create these limits on ourselves? Mm. So I found that interesting. One liner. What about you, Sus? One liner. You separate the man and the meaning, bro. Sorry, the man and the message. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Asher? I can. I I resonate a lot with um yesterday with seek discomfort. Cause just seeking new opportunities, you know, <laughs> do what's uncomfortable. Sounds That's good. a good one. Sounds like a good thing to wrap up. Yeah. No more questions. Boom. Yeah, and a half, bro. Got nothing left. Thank you very much. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, turn on the notification bell, follow all our uh, social medias, inshallah. And yeah, make sure that you remember that hashtag, we're all Chinese. That's getting released. That's getting accessed. <laughs> <laughs> so all of this I guy just said that. Intro. <laughs> You're we're cooked, doing new intro.